0: chapter fourteen of miss d dunmore bryant by pansy this librivox recording is in the public domain chapter fourteen patience and perseverance meantime ben's affairs had by no means stood still in fact a series of things some of which were wonderful had happened to him in the first place mr reynolds returned and ben went to his room and was as completely bewitched and absorbed for the next two hours as though the typewriter had been a magician at first he made terrible work the paper would run in crooked then when it was conquered ben discovering that like all crooked things it started in a very trifling bit of carelessness on his part the roller refused to run back without making a harsh grating sound which made ben feel as though all the machinery had been reduced to helpless ruin by his own hand and which mr reynolds said reminded him too forcibly of the dentist to be agreeable it's a sort of sleight of hand he said coming to the rescue you take hold of it in this way not as though you were afraid of it but as though you didn't care in the least how much noise it made and give it a quick jerk and the thing is done fact is when it discovers you are indifferent to its movements and are simply in a hurry to get on it gives over being hateful and slips into place then ben tried it again but it grated horribly and he felt sure it was sleight of hand you are still afraid of it mr reynolds said keep at it you won't hurt the creature and you'll conquer her after a while and he did only a few minutes' persevering effort, and not Mr. Reynolds himself could make the roller roll into place more smoothly than it did for him. Next came a quarrel with the capitals. Small I's and small A's, where there should be capitals, insisted on putting in their appearance. That uppercase key Ben inwardly pronounced a nuisance before he became accustomed to it. He even went so far as to say to Mr. Reynolds, I should think there might be a thing contrived by which you could touch that with your foot, or with something else than your fingers, when both hands want to be busy at something else. Ah, said Mr. Reynolds, pausing in the busy race of his pen over the paper, and looking up reflectively at Ben, As the man did with his music, eh? Perhaps there's an idea in that. Somebody ought to think it out. Ben did not know what the man did with his music he was tempted to inquire but mr reynolds was writing again as hard as ever and besides he himself was having a struggle with the exclamation point it seemed determined to take the place of every period he wanted very slow work ben found it that first evening not a line had he succeeded in writing with absolute correctness though he used up paper enough to alarm him had not mr reynolds kindly called it waste paper and told him to use as much as he liked without any qualms of conscience finding the position of the letters was such laborious business that ben was reminded more than once of the boy mr reynolds told about and who you will remember he shrewdly suspected was rufus kedwin who said he didn't see what folks wanted to write on machines for that he could write enough sight faster with a pen however ben being of another metal the only effect his difficulties had upon him was to make him resolve that he would conquer the thing capitals periods and all and that before very long too or his name wasn't benjamin foster bryant to this end he paused in his work long enough to make a careful diagram of the keyboard on a sheet of paper and place it carefully in his pocket mr reynolds noticing the silence of the machine wondered if he had grown weary of it and glanced up to wonder why he was scribbling on paper but as the machine presently went to click clicking again and kept it up with laborious steadiness for the next half hour he asked no questions presently ben was called to a new conjuring instrument come and look on said mr reynolds you might as well be learning how to manage the thing you will be wanting to print some notices on it or something of the sort one of these days this thing that i write with is not a pencil you see nor yet a pen it is called a stylus i don't use ink you will observe nor has it any lead in it it is simply a sharp steel point made to write on this stone i've nearly finished the page but you can see how the last lines were written why it is just common writing ben said wondering why he should be called to look on at such work that's all said mr reynolds just common writing but it will multiply itself in a most uncommon fashion you will see presently ben watched the writing finished the sheet of paper was laid carefully over another the whole fastened into a frame which looked for all the world like a slate frame and then to ben's horror mr reynolds deliberately took an ink roller which lay on an ink slate at his right and deliberately smeared the whole fair surface you've ruined it declared the boy speaking his thoughts aloud in his excitement looks like it doesn't it said mr reynolds cheerfully but the fact is i'm just getting the thing ready to be useful i wonder how many such processes are going on with people our miss webster would make a wonderful lesson out of that but i haven't the knack while he talked he worked a sheet of blank paper was laid on a blotting-pad down came the frame with its blackened sheet over it went the remorseless roller like a grim little horror bent on destruction then the frame was lifted and behold a fair and perfect copy of what mr reynolds had written lay there there we are said mr reynolds in intense satisfaction works like a daisy just as she always does now my boy if you will proceed to making the copies i will enclose them in these envelopes which i have already addressed and we shall be ready for the morning mail before we know it after you get a little used to the thing i have a notion that you can manage the whole affair addressing and all and save my time for the other work which is crowding me ben thought to himself with much satisfaction that he could certainly manage the addressing he had not taken exceeding pains to learn how to hold his pen and acquire a fair round business hand for nothing he had been called the best writer in school many a time truth to tell it was the thing he had aimed for perhaps it would not be a surprise to you if i were to confess that this boy friend of mine was quite inclined to aim for the top in anything he undertook But he was just now too much absorbed in this new wonder to be able to give much thought to the commonplace matter of writing with a pen each fair sheet that he carefully laid on the frame and apparently ruined with the grim roller as it presented itself before him a perfect transcript of the copy filled him with astonishment and delight having made in the space of a very few minutes as many as twenty-five copies and finding that the power was by no means exhausted he ventured a few questions mr reynolds was engaged in nothing more formidable than folding sheets of paper and slipping them into envelopes he ought certainly to be able to talk what is the name of this thing mr reynolds that thing young man is a mimeograph isn't that a high-sounding name for you a wonderful invention it is of a wonderful man by the name of edison you may have happened to hear of him.' "'Yes, sir, I have,' said Ben, speaking respectfully and in a subdued tone. It almost took his breath away to think that he was really so near to the great man of whom he had read as to be using one of his inventions. I have read about his machines and thought about them a good deal, but I never supposed I should see one.' "'That is one of his latest,' hasn't been patented very long i've only had it a few months but it works as well as this every time did the first time i tried it in fact it is about as labor saving a thing for a man who needs a good many copies as i can imagine i used to use their jelly pads and affairs of that kind until i got tired to death of them sometimes they'd work and sometimes they wouldn't oftener wouldn't than would for me and they were sticky messy things anyway i was glad to see the last of them how many copies are you getting my boy i don't think i want more than a hundred of that sort i have to keep watch of that creature she throws out a hundred copies before i realize what i'm about and goes right on adding to them almost in spite of me there's a kind of fascination in printing just one more to see if it will be as bright and clear as the others have been how many copies can you make of one writing asked ben his eyes twinkling over mr reynolds's queer way of speaking of all machines as though they were human beings that's a question i can't answer said mr reynolds as he laid a pile of sealed letters in the mail-box at his side ten fifteen twenty-two i've got fifty-five of these ready just see how many more you have there i've printed two hundred and fifty copies and she has felt as fresh and lively on the two hundred and fiftieth as she did on the first how long she would go on in that fashion i can't tell not from experience i haven't happened to want more copies than that but next week if i have good luck you and i will try her mettle a little i shall have a paper then of which i shall want to make several thousand copies i'll want her to copy the typewriter too which is a little more ticklish work at least it always seems to me so perhaps because i haven't practiced on it very long but she does it like a daisy a daisy must certainly have been mr reynolds favorite flower he always referred to it when he wanted to express special excellence the typewriter echoed ben can she copy that and then he asked no more questions he was dumb with admiration there was time for no more practice on the typewriter that evening but ben carried home the diagram he had made and displayed it to line while she was washing the breakfast dishes i'm bound to learn the thing this very day he said with a vigorous shake of his head the letters you know they had the dizziest way of flying about on that keyboard you never saw the like why some of the time i would have declared that there wasn't an h on the thing and yet there it would be right before my eyes i'm going to place every letter in my mind this day in such a way that it will have hard work to get out again there are only twenty-six of them you know pity if a fellow can't place twenty-six letters in one day i can do that as well without the machine you see as with it why so you can said line in admiration what a boy you are to think of things ben look here why wouldn't it be a good idea for me to learn them too i might practice on a make-believe machine daisy can make-believe anything under the sun and i might follow her example in this and learn to write by imagination then when you get your machine you see i could do copying for you the sentence closed with a merry laugh but ben who smiled to keep her company did it in an absent-minded sort of way then suddenly burst forth with it's a capital idea look here line i'll make you a board a regular keyboard in wood with the shape of the keys marked on it all in their places and you practice moving your fingers over it writing words you know until you can do it like lightning all right said line still laughing but impressed with the idea nevertheless i'm sure i don't see why i can't learn a good deal in that way what ben learned that day may be gathered in part from mr reynolds who watched him the next evening in silent astonishment as he ran in his paper and after a few seconds careful study of the keyboard wrote without hesitation and without mistake a long paragraph from a book which lay at his side presently the teacher spoke see here my boy did you dream that out last night or make a machine and set it up to practice on or what You didn't learn the position of the letters like that last evening. I made a machine, said Ben, laughing. A piece of one. I made a diagram of the keyboard and learned it by heart today. You'll do, said Mr. Reynolds. But for what he would do, he did not say. He watched for a few minutes longer, then went back to his writing with a queer smile on his face. End of chapter 14